All right, let's uh, let's let's go break the law just one more time. With the reboot of the hit TV series Leverage currently in production, I figured now was a great time to look back at the original series and see what made it such a success over its 5 season 77 episode run. Now I watched the show when it originally aired on TNT and I've even binged the entire series once it was off the air. Occasionally I still find myself going back to watch certain episodes. It was such a good show that it found its way back to life even after nearly a decade off the air. Now Leverage was created by writers John Rogers and Chris Downey along with producer Dean Devlin back in 2008. And this show still holds up well with great writing and interesting characters. This show is about a team of criminals working together to help everyday people against corrupt organizations and other individuals. The rich and powerful take what they want. We steal it back for you. Whether it was stealing evidence to prove negligence on a company's behalf or returning priceless artifacts to their original owners. We provide leverage. The show came up in the golden age of the procedural, so every episode was a fun and entertaining little team-up movie with a larger overarching plot throughout the seasons. The goal of each episode was fun and relied on the individual strengths of the characters as well as them working together in order to succeed. Rather than have a single main character or two with multiple side characters, every single character on the show was a main character, with the time and space dedicated to them on their own as well as moments with each other. Now this team consists of the thief, the hacker, the grifter, the retrieval specialist, and the mastermind. Alright, let's, uh, let's, let's go break the law just one more time. Now the lovable tech genius Alec Hardison was played by Aldous Hodge. He's often the comedic relief of the series. The quirky hacker who sometimes misses work because he spent all of the previous night playing video games. Analyze it, I monitor comms, I scan for all police frequencies. I, you had no idea I'd do all this, did you? Th does nobody respect the van? But the van is important. He speaks a language understood by really nobody else. And while being the man in the van most of the time, confined to the behind the scenes of the operations, he's given his chances to be the focal point of some of the stories and even the hero who saves the day sometimes. Age of the geek, baby. We run the world. He's always a bright spot when he comes on screen, no matter what else is happening in the show. Gina Bellman plays Sophie Devereaux, a career grifter who's ironically a terrible actress when she's not working a con. She's very awful. Is she injured? In the head? Seriously, man, this is the worst actress I've ever seen. But Gina is the polar opposite, a talented actress who really delivers a range of performances throughout the show. Ian has the most wonderful collection of Renaissance art I've seen outside of Roma. Beth Ricegraff nails the role of Parker. The thief most aptly described as 20 pounds of crazy in a five pound bag. She's perhaps the most straightforward character of them all. There's almost zero pretense to her. What you see is what you get. She's a world-class thief with the maturity level of an early teenager. Can't turn away Santa. You know that's not really Santa, right? Obviously. Santa lives at the North Pole. 
Having grown up in a number of foster homes, she never really learned the proper social cues of a functioning adult, and she still carries a childlike wonder and curiosity about her. But to me, she's really the heart of the team. She does what she thinks is right and never forgets to have fun while doing it. Christian Kane plays one of the more complicated characters of the hitter, Elliot. His past is less clear, having only been explored a handful of times throughout the show. On a team full of criminals and thieves, he's definitely got the worst rap sheet. It's even been implied that he was an assassin in his past, which makes his tender moments on the show all the more heartfelt. He's not just the brute and brawler, he's the protector of both the team and anyone else who needs it. His disposition to violence, juxtaposed with his more heartfelt scenes, make him one of the most complex characters on the show, and it's really fun to watch his evolution throughout the seasons. But without a doubt, the most complicated character is Nate Ford, played by none other than Timothy Hutton, the youngest actor to win an Academy Award in the Supporting Actor category. And it's no surprise that he can pull off the depth and range of this character with ease. Nate Ford is the white knight of the series, the infallible hero who just wants to make the world right. But he walks a fine line and does his best to rationalize the bad thing he does for a just cause. And it's fun to watch his realization that he may like being a full criminal. Come on, Nathan, tell the truth. Did you have a little bit of fun playing the Black King instead of the White Knight? Just this once. But the real struggle of this character comes from him being a functioning alcoholic, perfectly balancing the line of rational and out of control, although sometimes falling into the latter category. He's always on the verge of crashing in both his personal and professional life. And much of the interest lies in figuring out just how close he can come to that crash before the save. In fact, every character on the show has their own set of flaws that threaten the team at some point throughout the show's running, but they never cease to come together like a family and always manage to get through it. And that's really my favorite thing about this series. Rather than just be a collection of individuals, these five really form their own little family, always refusing to fail or give up on one another no matter how bad things may get. The writing made sure to give every character their due and really worked to make these characters mesh well together on screen. But I think what sets this show apart was its premise from the beginning. Criminals helping good people against worse people. Most procedurals follow cops, lawyers, doctors, firefighters, people whose job it is to help others. But in this show, these characters really have no motivation other than what's inside them, something that they don't even fully understand for the most of this show. While most shows follow inherently good people, Leverage follows world-class criminals. They don't have to help anybody, but they do so because deep down, they want to. They may not always know why, but they connect with their clients on more than just a professional level. Whether it's Elliot getting sidetracked from the mission to help protect little children, or whether it's Sophie volunteering to help heartbroken women, these characters continually choose to do the right thing in spite of, or maybe even because of, their pasts. 
and despite having avoided severe consequences for the previous professions, these characters continually put themselves on the line in the way of local, federal, and sometimes international law enforcement in order to help strangers they only met a few days earlier. And it's that change of heart, outlooks, and motivations that really made this show worth watching over its storied run. We provide leverage. After an eight-year absence, I'm really excited for this Leverage reboot to hit the air again. A lot of fans, myself included, really do love these characters and I can't wait to see them back in action. What about you? Let me know in the comments below. And while you're here, don't forget to subscribe. We've got new content coming out every week. But until next time, have a great day and don't forget to watch a great show. Bye.